0: Fight Back with Libby's Nimer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Bob Comsick.
1: Well, there's just no getting around it. The place is too big for the two of you, or possibly it's now just you. Maybe even been, been giving it some thought occasionally, but it's reached the point now where you want or need to sell your home for a smaller place. If that's you, give us a shout, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 866 740 And our next guest is going to be more than happy to help you. Karen Shin with Downsizing Diva has been helping older Zoomers and their families reduce the stress for years. Karen, thanks for joining us. A Happy Thanksgiving.
2: Happy Thanksgiving to you, too, Bob. Thrilled to be part of today's show.
1: And is the first thing you hear where? To begin
2: well it's funny the first words we hear are I'm overwhelmed and I don't know where to start so yes where to begin is is right up there with the statement I'm overwhelmed so it's a pretty common challenge people are facing as they think about downsizing and not necessarily Bob just to move sometimes people just want to clear their all of the things around them so that they have more space and make their home safer Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes they just want to try to be a bit more minimalistic.
1: Yeah, so not Uh, necessarily to move, but to to have more room in their place. Correct. Correct. Let's look at those uh, those two then. Instead of uh, starting off someone who wants to maybe downsize their place, they want to remain. They're okay. They're able to afford it and everything, but they're finding Mm -hmm. that they're just... The walls are sort of uh, coming in on them and, and squeezing them a little bit, but they want that room. So how do you help there? How do, well, we, how do we begin?
2: I think the easiest place to begin is to realize that you can't do it all in one session, one hour, you know, one, one try at it. it. It didn't take us just a very short time to accumulate all of this stuff. So it's going to be a process. Uh, as we often say, people say to us, when is the best time to start downsizing? And of course, the answer is right now, today, when you think about it. Do you have to start and do, you know, the entire house? No. Pick a shelf, pick a closet, you know, pick a cupboard or a drawer. Just start small, but start somewhere. And I think it makes it easier if you break the project down into manageable pieces.
1: Yeah, because if you're to sit there and say, okay, now we're going to take care of the house today, it's like, no, there aren't enough <laughs> hours in the day to do that, so don't even go there thinking you're going to get that all done. You're not. You're simply not.
2: Well, it's sort of like a to-do list. There there are people who put on their to-do list, "downsize house, and other people who say, start with the kitchen drawer. And, and you, if you're a person who loves to check things off a to-do list, which I do, or stroke them out, The more things you can stroke out, the more you feel you're moving towards the end goal. So pick small tasks and get them done.
1: Are you finding over the years that there's more of that going on as opposed to people downsizing, or is it uh, both? They want room where they are, or they want a smaller place. Do you finding it's kind of equal, or is one more than the other?
2: I think a lot of people are thinking about downsizing, but the real push to actually do it, is the move. Mm-hmm. People will talk about it. We can think about it. We can read about it. Every magazine you pick up at the, the uh, grocery store will tell you, you know, 8, 10, 15 different simple ways to get started. But in actual fact, we see that it's that looming date of a move or a house being sold and the closing date that prompts, pushes people into action.
1: Let's take a look at that. If maybe it's a situation that. Uh a circumstance is forcing someone, uh, they don't wish to, but they find that it would make more sense if they were to get a, a smaller place instead of, uh, the two of them being in, in one large home, maybe the rest of the families moved out, uh, or they find themselves being alone. You'll get plenty of people that still remain in their place, but then you also get those that say, you know what, uh, time to check out. That's okay. Uh, What's the, the first step they should uh, do? Obviously, speak with a family member if they can, because it could be a little daunting to take on something like this yourself, I would, I would imagine.
2: Well, and I think the family conversation um, is essential. Uh, we have a colleague who, who actually has a company called The Essential Conversation. And, and it's something that if, if you're parents and you have adult children, it, it's, it's wise not to spring it on them. You know, let them know that this is what you're thinking about. And the same with downsizing. Often, um, although we find that the, the boomers, uh, when they're downsizing, the younger Zoomers, the millennials, they're not so interested so much in the stuff that these their parents or grandparents may have had, but they like to be asked. So, you know, rather than just make the decision unilaterally tell your family what you're thinking about doing give them a heads up Um, don't necessarily expect support from them Uh, do expect possibly some pushback Um, but it's we always say it's a wise idea to make the decision to move to a smaller place when you are in charge of the decision when you can make the decision as to where you want to go um, it makes the downsizing part so much easier when someone's telling you, you know, hey, Mom, I think it's time that you looked at a smaller place, you know, you need some help, you da-da-da-da, um, there's often a bit of, well, who are you to tell me? So the best time to make the decision to downsize is, of course, when you're in charge of the decision-making. Um, but so many people look at and see isolation is often a motivating factor. I've got to get more social. I'm, I'm really quite isolated in my home. Or I need a bit more care. I need help with meds. Or, you know, I, I just need some. I want, maybe I don't even need, I want someone to do the cooking. So there's a lot of reasons for doing it. But certainly having your family on side is, is a great motivator, both for the person on the move and the people who are watching from the sidelines.
1: And those listening on the sidelines right now, maybe you or someone you know or a loved one is in that position, as Karen was just pointing out, maybe it's their home that they're contemplating moving out of in order to get something smaller. Maybe it's their home where they wish to remain and they have the support to remain, but they just don't like the setup and, and they, they want a little more elbow room. Mm-hmm. Give us a call, 416-360-0740 or toll free, one 866 740 And Karen Shin of Downsizing Divas here to give you a hand and maybe help you take that first big step that you've been thinking about taking. But for whatever reason, and we all, to varying degrees, like to procrastinate, (laughs) uh, maybe this will be the the question or two that'll help get you on that road to finally do what you've been thinking about and discussing about doing, but just can't bring yourself to do. Here's your opportunity, and Karen can can help you out. Have there been some... uh, I guess, are there typical ways these situations will unfold when downsizing, or are there sometimes uh, some quirky turns that can uh, can take place? I don't know if someone <laughs> decides to maybe a change in heart or what have you.
2: Oh, Bob, there's always quirky terms to every decision, um, some more, more quirky than others. Um, I think initially the decision, if, if made by the person who is actually the move the moving person, Um, If they've made up their mind, then the process is a lot simpler. If they're going kicking and screaming to this new place, which we've seen happen, you know, um, the old father knows best has now become son or daughter knows best, Um, and, and I think that that's what puts... The roadblocks up for people you know if of course people can stay in their homes and age in place which is ideal it does take you know a certain amount of funding uh, money available to do it but it can be done Uh, my dad used to always say I'm moving out of this house and it's an expression we've heard so I I will share it I'm moving out of my house foot first in a pine box and that was his way of approaching what he was doing. He wasn't going willingly and he'd also I think left it too late. He he actually passed away a few years ago, but he went, you know, from living at home to uh, a hospital and passed away there. But it was it was that I'm not leaving, I'm happy in my home. We could have when we'd made certain arrangements to have the house modified a bit for them, but there are people who will do that. And, and that's the reality. And there's lots of resources available to do that. For those who are thinking, you know what, maybe it's I've got another well, a few good years left and I'm going to enjoy them. There are lots of opportunities to move to, whether it's a, an adult uh, condo uh, complex, whether it's a retirement residence, there are lots of places where you can be with like-minded people and stay active. And I think I think that's probably everybody's goal for retirement and and living in general. I want to be active. I want to be involved, and I want to be in control. We see this um, people. We know uh, that keeping your independence is huge for everybody. Doesn't matter how old we are. The first time we walked to school by ourselves, or we took the car out when we got our license, we all want. We all celebrate our independence, and it's no different when you're. 70, 80, and 90 moving. We, we say to people, it's your life, it's your move. You tell us what you want to do, and we'll make sure it happens.
1: And you're right, that uh, independence, it's, uh, that really strikes a nerve with some more so than others, but that, uh, that's a game changer.
2: Well, it is, and, and we've we often, in the beginning, we've been doing this since 2001, so in the beginning we used to say to people, you know, we can come in, you can tell us what you want to take, we can do a floor plan, figure it all out. Move day, you don't have to be around. We can have everything moved, we'll set it all up, we'll make the beds, plug in the TV and the lights and the radio, and all you have to do is come there. You don't have to do a thing. And we would hear boomers and younger Zoomers saying, oh, my gosh, sign me up. Sounds like moving heaven. And yet we knew when we talked to older clients, the seniors, they would look at us and sort of, and you could see them processing what we'd said, exactly the same words that got the the Zoomers and the Boomers excited, but the same words to seniors. And we could hear them coming in their mind thinking, hmm, it's another thing they don't think I can do myself. So the words were the same, but the messages were received very differently. So we just say, again, it's your move. It's your life. It's your move. You tell us what you want.
1: And maybe we can take a look uh, and kind of come full circle here in terms of uh, offering some uh, some tips for, for people. Uh, and if they wish to, uh, whether it's uh, uh, whoever's listening or maybe a family member uh, can get in, in touch uh, with you, uh, downsizingdiva.com is the... Uh, correct is mm-hmm. the website so yes, maybe you or a family member can do that if mom or dad or you are are thinking of of making a, a move what about a just to give us a leave us with a i guess a a to do list or a, a list how we can sort of begin this process if after listening to you now maybe some who are maybe sitting on the fence are a little bit more inclined to lean that way to to take some action uh, Leave us with a few of those, maybe some suggestions how to begin with our own list. We were talking about lists earlier.
2: (laughs) We love lists. Well, I think the first thing, and as we often say to people, if you're downsizing, the first thing is to ask your family if there's anything they want. Now, we do say that the biggest secret to downsizing is to realize that your family and friends don't want your stuff either. So if you've declared items that you don't want, use, and need to be surplus... There's a pretty good chance that others don't want the same thing because you know, like all those cups and saucers people are struggling with, everybody's got them. Um, So the first thing is to ask family and friends if there's anything that you know they would treasure that you have that you don't want. So the the first line of defense is to figure out what you what really makes you enjoy your home. What are your treasures? And put those aside. Then ask family and friends what they might want. And then take a look and see if there's other items that perhaps could be saleable. Getting slimmer and slimmer on the saleable, What with the millennials having smaller spaces and also wanting to have the freedom to move almost at a moment's notice should a good job or opportunity come up or travel. So we have a generation that is historically the generation that should be receiving these items that are no longer able to fit in their parents and grandparents' lifestyle—they're now sort of the generation that should be taking them—is saying, mm, "Nope, not not interested." We're we're calling it the heirloom avalanche, and these things are just pouring down on a generation that really doesn't want much of it. So, um, so the first thing is ask family and friends what they want. The second is to look and see if there are items that you don't use, like clothing, household items, that could be donated to some, some church group or synagogue that's doing a project with the, the refugee community. Uh, the Furniture Bank is always looking for um, good used furniture and household items. Uh, Canadian Diabetes is looking for clothing that's in good repair that they can, that they can uh, resell or use for their clients. So there's a number of different options. And then when you've come down to, I've got a, a, I know what I'm doing and I'm not ready to move yet, but you've edited a lot of the things that you have sitting around, you just feel better. And it's a slow process. But once you know where things can go, um, it seems to make that part of the decision so much easier.
1: Karen Shin of Downsizing Diva. And that's downsizingdiva.com. If uh, anyone listening wishes to, uh, to reach out to uh, take this, the next step, or discuss this further with you or your colleagues, they can do so. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, and we'll allow you to g- go back to your family and, and <laughs> friends now and en- enjoy the rest of this day, and thank you for the past uh, 20 minutes or so.
2: Well, thanks so much, Bob. Happy Thanksgiving to you, and uh, we're there. If anybody needs any help or has questions, they can give us a call as well.
0: OK, the number, thank you once again, Karen. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio, Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio, Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to 1. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.